here's something nice. Diane, your light, your seminar changed my life. Gave my gave me confidence to walk my reactive body. Oh, that was here at the Providence one. Yeah. Still working on it, but it's better. Love you guys. Awesome. Love you too. That's awesome. Oh my god. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> Hello, everybody. How are you? This is Joelle. My name is Jeff. This is the What Would Jeff Do show. Friday night. Hello. It's a one-hour show. It's a Q&A format. You ask a question by typing it into the little box. Joelle will read it. I will answer Can it. Can we share what happened to you yesterday? Can we just intro the show first? Sure. Okay, thanks. Maybe we'll work that in somehow. <laughs> All right? Okay. Can we share what happened to you like four days ago? What happened to me I don't know. Make some shit up, though. <laughs> so, um, and then we have a seminar series called Jeff Gelman Seminars, which I'm sure Melissa will put the link up to. And then we also have the training center, which is where we are right now. Yeah. We are right now. Somebody from Texas is sending their dog out here. All the way out to the East Coast. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We have a pretty international audience on the show, but we get dogs from everywhere. Mm -hmm. We deal with some really, really um, fantastic dogs. If you want to just see the, a lot of the dogs, jump. make sure you jump on our our Instagram page and our and our Facebook page. Yeah, that's where a lot of the updates are. Um, uh, and then on TikTok, there's some pretty pretty original content on TikTok, and then on Patreon, some really great stuff on Patreon. Mm -hmm. So um, you're going to hear a lot of the questions are going to be on how to stop unwanted behaviors, um, how to stop, how to stop, how to stop unwanted behaviors. So a lot of my answers are going to be correct the dog, apply a punisher, you know, whatever, whatever word you're most you're, you're most comfortable with. You know, we're real, I'm really trying to break this whole myth and lie that, that are leaving people struggling, that you don't have to do that, that you'll ruin the relationship with a dog. In fact, I'm going to be making a video on that. It's like, please, please, please understand, you can correct your dog for jumping, whining, barking, growling, pulling, crate nonsense, you know, and, and you will not ruin the relationship with your dog. Mm -hmm. Absolutely will not. Yelling at your dog for shit will ruin the relationship, but applying a proper punisher with a bonker, remote collar, leash pop actually is going to be very clear and concise, especially when you're not upset. Mm -hmm. Just no and correct. Remember, every time we also reward the hell out of dogs here. We were just talking about that today, I think, is like 95 to 98% of the dog's life here at the training center is all reward based, mm -hmm. and 1 to 5% is based on a punisher for a unwanted behavior so just like look at that look at the scale yeah. if it was the scales of justice we'd all be in jail you know what i mean so it's like not me because i'm part of the one percent so you know not you you're part of the you're in the top you're in the top five so um i have so, no idea what you're even talking here about we right go. now can we share what happened to you go where, well, everybody yeah. needs to know what happened to jeff what yesterday? happened to jeff yesterday what happened you came back here Throwing up. No, I didn't. Sick. I didn't throw up here. Tell everybody what happened. He's okay. But he got, what is it? Chlorine. Poisoning. Chlorine poisoning. So I went to the house to add chlorine to the automatic chlorinator. And I opened up the chlorinator. And then when I opened up the bucket of chlorine, what happened was, I guess, one of the kids put the chlorine tablets in the wrong filter, took it out put them back into the chlorine bucket. So now you've got wet chlorine tabs in the bucket with the lid on, with the hot sun, almost turning it into like a mini gas chamber. So when I opened up, those are the three inch chlorines. I opened up the top and I literally got knocked to my ass <laughs> and I was burned my eyes, burned my throat. I threw up my dinner. Um, I could not see, I could not breathe. And um, uh, 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 I was. How are you doing today? Incapacitated. My lungs hurt. <laughs> My lungs hurt, and I was incapacitated. So it was bad. It was a horrific experience. Yeah. Still kicking though. It was horrific. Still on the podcast tonight. It was horrific. Ay, ay, ay. Yes. So are you happy that we just? We, we, yeah, we I feel like that? the world needed to know. I hope the world That's is some happy. Pretty intense stuff. I hope the world's happy. All right. Melissa said, good evening, all. Wishing everyone a happy, safe 4th of July tomorrow. Correct. I've got my little mini, mini. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. on that. Jody. Well, I'm a proud American. Good morning from Australia. Love you guys. Hey, yes. It's tomorrow. It's July 4th there. Good morning. Um, 
Oh my god, look at this thing's bumping me every second. I can't right now. Let's see. <laughs> Rachel. Hey, I want to thank y'all for all you do. Y'all have inspired me to start posting more content, and I even created a YouTube account. So getting out of my comfort zone. Can't wait to meet y'all in September. Awesome. It's about fucking time, Good Rachel. Good job, Rachel. My God, it took you long enough. I know. With that last name, I mean, geez. I know. What are you um, up to, Angelo? Nothing, what? Can I yeah, go ahead. Did Yay. you did you finish your dinner? Yeah. Did you drink your water? Yeah. Okay. Next. Um, Melissa posted the link to Jeff Gelman's seminar. Thank you. Thomas said hi. Hello, Thomas. Blessing, can you use the out command when socializing your dog to a pack to help them continue to create space when uncomfortable when they're not doing it themselves? A absolutely. In fact, we gave a demo. We talked about that at the last show, talking about like two dogs getting together and it's getting either a little bit too ramped up or one of the dogs looks a little bit sketched out. Yep. You give the dog the out command and it literally means get out of here. Mm -hmm. So we do. We actually use that all the time in our social. All the in time. our social. Next. Um, Ardu Surf. Hey, Jeff, I'm trying to train my dog, but he keeps biting the leash and trying to play tug. Yeah, so what, one of the things you need to do is, they, first of all, your dog thinks it's fun. So what happens is they bite the leash, you pull on the leash, and... It's a big old game. It's like the world works in mysterious ways where the dog just goes, oh, tug of war, sure, I'm up for that. And tugs back. In mysterious so what ways. I would do, So what I would do is bonk the dog, no, and bonk, or no, little a little pinch, Pinch the little hinds, the, the little the back right where above the leg is, and the dog goes like, drops the leash and goes in to look what the fuck just bit it, and it's like there you go, you dropped that leash, didn't you? Next, pulls our dog training. Just bought the Keeler Method of Guard Dog Training book. Notice a lot of the methods are the same as yours. I love it. Well, the Keeler Method of of dog training talks a lot about K M O D T. Actually, that's back when dogs used to be trained better. That's what it was. It was more compulsion. So it's not that the methods are similar to ours. It's more that some of our methods are similar to theirs. If that's what you said. It's like, but not not everything. I think nobody really knows the full spectrum of what we do. Mm -mm. It's like so funny when people say, oh, my God, you just talk about punishment. I'm like, that's the show. Mm -hmm. Like, that is the show. I think today. Did you even correct it? I don't think so. No. I was doing massive amounts of counter conditioning, which is today. all reward based. Every session today was yep. like counter conditioning, even counter with conditioning, counter two conditioning. of our most highly aggressive dogs. Are you editing that one video with Creed? Yes. Awesome. So I have Brittany working and then it. me working him. I'm gonna put it all together. Yep. Good. Yeah. Yep. So Creed is that dog, that 12 second clip you saw of that pity that like literally is aggressive, and you'll see I worked him, you worked, everyone's worked him, but there's some really good video clips next. Um. Dorsey, hi, my dog did really well on the prong collar at first. That was just a, oh. it's a big lab playing tug of war. Oh, tug of war, got it. Thanks. Hi, my dog did really well on the prong collar at first. She would stay behind or in line with my leg mm -hmm. and ignore other dogs. Now she's always trying to get ahead of me. I Even if I correct her, she doesn't move back. I'm not sure what I did wrong. What can I do to get her to stay in line with my leg? So what you need to do is, I don't know how much time you spent on spatial pressure exercises, but I would, if you have not done spatial pressure exercises, do spatial pressure exercises. The videos on our Patreon channel. Um, also, are your corrections nagging, or do they actually mean something? Historically, what people are doing is they they nag their dog. So make it make it worth something. Next, Jack. Good evening, Jeff and Joel. I joined the Patreon this week. Can't wait to get more involved. I love what I've seen on it so far. Awesome. Thank you, Jack. Kendra, what is the best punisher punisher for a five pound dog who's very skittish? You probably wouldn't use a punisher at all. I need to know what the dog is doing. So the skittishness, you have to give me a better example. You actually probably wouldn't punish the dog for the act of being skittish. What you're doing is like, I need to know what the behavior is that you want to stop. So you're not gonna stop the skittishness. What you're gonna do is reinforce the dog, keep staying close to you. So that's what you're going to do. But if the dog's on a leash, teach your dog how to properly heal, teach all your basic commands, hold your dog accountable to those commands, get your dog socialized. That doesn't mean necessarily meeting dogs or people, but it's being out with dogs and people. Do lots of drills, but you're not saying, oh, you're skittish. I'm applying a punisher. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. You're not, you can't punish skittishness out of a dog, but what you can do is build up the dog's confidence. Next. 
Bernadette, hey Jeff, Henry is doing wonderful. No fence charging, stays in place until told free. Was wonderful at the vet, still doesn't like the neighbor. That's okay. You might not like, like, I don't, the dog does not have to like the neighbor. All the dog has to do is not charge the fence, bark, bite, jump on the neighbor. I don't give a flying Frank Sinatra if your dog likes the neighbor or not. It's about the behavior. You don't like everybody. Next. Michelle, oh my God, that sounds horrible. Joelle is laughing. Of course Joelle is laughing. Because I, now that I know he's okay, it's the way he tells the story. I opened the bucket and I was knocked on my ass. And then I, like, I really what? was. I fell backwards and I couldn't stop throwing up. And my eyes were burning. So and I'm glad you find that funny. I was 100% serious last night and I was ready to rush you to the ER. So quiet yourself. Okay. I was very concerned. We can tell. But now you're alive, so we can laugh about it. Well, I wasn't dead then. I was just in massive... I thought you were going to die. Okay. Uh-huh. It's true. Okay. Next. I was going to take you to the ER. Great. Thanks. Um, Dorsey's Good a thought. ding. I hope you're well. He's fine. He's fucking chipper as ever. Yep. Melissa posted the link to your Patreon channel. Yep. Kathleen, hi, both of you. Have a great fourth. Yep, you hi, too Kathleen. as well. Lisa, if you use an e-collar, do the dogs ever learn to be obedient to the command without it? I don't have to use the e-collar at all. Just have it on the dogs and they're obedient, but take it off and it's anybody's game. Well, number one, so yes, you can. So interior-wise, you can absolutely get a dog to be proficient. Outside, you can get a dog to be proficient. But I would highly recommend people to have a remote collar on your dog outside if it is trained on a remote collar outside and it's off-leash. Why would we take off a piece of necessary equipment that like can save your dog's life? But number one, how long have you been working on the collar? Have you done 500 reps? Has the dog, got, dog gotten to correction level on every single command? Have you done drills? I have no idea what your training program looks like. Just remember, it takes hundreds, if not thousands of reps for a dog to become proficient at something. Just think about that. Think about that. Larry Bird probably took um, every day before school started, he took 300, I think 300 or 500 shots from the three-point line every freaking day before school. It's incredible. The greatest baseball player in the world has struck out over 3,000 times. Imagine how many times he was successful, though, if you struck out that many times. Like thousands of repetitions. Thousands. Next. Vanessa, my one-and-a-half-year-old GSD Mal, has his obedience training down pat at home, so we have slowly moved to public training. Excellent. As soon as we get into a place with people and or other dogs, he starts shaking, then yep. slowly calms down, but watches people when he's in his place command. What do I do in this situation? He doesn't break any commands, but clearly is nervous. So number one, awesome that he doesn't break commands even when he's nervous. What I want you to do is I want you to put the dog into a double down, which is the head down. But the fact that your dog is nervous and is exhibiting that kind of impulse control, that's great. So let the dog process it. Just let the dog process the nervousness. I don't want to see my dog's nervous either. I'm right there with you. But let the dog, don't try to soothe the dog. Let the dog process it. Next. Kathleen, is it typical that leash reactivity is worse when your dog is comfortable at home on local walks? Max's reactivity is so much worse than when we're somewhere busy like Home Depot or a new place. Yeah, because the dog's thinking about, at Home Depot, he's probably thinking about other things. And uh, local walks, number one, local walks, number one, a lot of the time it's real estate. So it's like, Dogs tend to sometimes get more protective around their homestead. So it could it could be that. But the goal is let's get your dog neutral to all situations in all areas. And that comes with training and then also holding your dog accountable. Um, and then also having a good punisher for the reactivity. Next. Pulsar dog training. It's crazy in this book. It talks about poison proofing a dog before they had shock collars. Taking the insulator off of a wire and putting it in a piece of meat. Minimum six volts, it says. Yep. Wild. I don't think people understand. And if you don't know what poison proofing is, that's not picking up food off the ground. People need to understand 
that in the past and still currently, like with farm dogs, sheep herding dogs, cattle dogs, working dogs, you know, uh, uh, pig hunting dogs, you know, dogs that actually work for a living. Like what is done? Explosive detection dogs. Yeah, a lot of that is reward based, but there has to be a time where, hey, dog, if you fuck up, you're going to actually blow up yourself and we've already invested $5 million in training into you and the whole Navy SEAL team. So I'm buddies with a Navy SEAL, Navy SEAL canine handler, and it's like, God forbid that dog makes a mistake. There goes everybody. Like that dog's, the life of everybody is reliant on that dog not making a mistake. The dog is saying, hey, that doorway is safe. Mm -hmm. There's no explosives around that doorway. You guys can enter. Oops. Sorry. Right. It's, it's, it's so important. It's so important. But now we can talk about family dogs. Family dogs, the dog can run out in the street. Mm -hmm. Family dogs, the dog could get into a dog fight, bite a kid. Like, people have got to understand the importance of training their dog. And then also, yeah, the fun stuff is easy. Oh, sit for this, sit for that. Yeah, we use rewards. We food train dogs. But it's the corrections Nobody enjoys doing that, but it's a necessary part of the training program to make sure your dog becomes reliable just on basic obedience, but also that's how you stop unwanted behaviors. And the general public has got to stop buying into this whole thing. People are worried about a cotton towel being bonked on a dog. Give me a fucking break. Your dog just bit a kid. Yeah. You've got to be kidding me. I'll make it even easier for you. Your dog just ripped up your couch. Now, if I could tell you that I could stop a dog from ripping up a couch by saying no and throwing a cotton towel on the dog's head, and you think that's meaner than the dog destroying your nice couch that you have to go out and buy and replace, man, we, maybe you should get into fish. Seriously, think about it. Just little fish. Because those tanks are really fucking cool. And there's a lot of fish and a lot of colors in them, you know, and the different lights. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's a big tank. Those are, those are like the fish tank of Los Andes. That's a really nice fish tank. Yeah, it is yeah. a nice fish tank. Yep. Next. Um, David said, happy 4th of July. Stay safe. Thank you. Dorsey, that was great advice. Now that I think about it, I probably nagged her. How many... How do I make my corrections mean something? Higher up on the remote collar or really... She's make using a prong. Prong. I would switch to a remote collar and then also that spatial pressure exercise, really make sure you're doing it proper. Next. Um, Michael, what is the best way to teach my dog when playtime is over? Also, is playtime a free-for-all or should there be set rules? Well, there's always set rules, correct? There's always set rules. So to your kids, oh, free time. Oh, great. I can climb on the roof and jump off. No, I can just like do wheelies on the front yard with the, with the family car. No. So there's always rules. Like rules don't mean you can just go jumping around from furniture to the kitchen counter to like the floor to, you know, like jumping up on grandma. So there's always, there's always rules. But as far as separating the two, you, we use the word break. But, it, you know, those are your rules. You have to train your dog what free time actually means. Next. Nim, I walked my six-month-old dog on the prong collar yesterday. She was so much... She was so much me focused when walking past other badly behaved dogs. Yep, exactly. Prong collars are fantastic. It is a communication tool, though, that does communicate the training. Mm -hmm. Like just by putting a collar on the dog isn't going to all of a sudden, you know, there are dogs actually that it's all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, my dog's walking great. But, but there still is training involved. Mm -hmm. So if anybody's out there shaming you that you're taking shortcuts or using pain to train when it comes to that, that's bullshit. It's like, no, it's a great training tool. Next. Bernadette. Thanks, Jeff. Good to know. You're welcome. Holding on dog training. Good evening, guys. Hope you have a great holiday weekend. Love y'all. You too, Ashley. Hannah. Frank Sinatra. I wouldn't use old blue eyes in place of a curse word, Jeff. Use your colorful language. It's more fun. I know, but Angelo, I think, was in the room at the time. I mean, he's heard me say fuck a lot, but, um, but, but, but. That's really not the reason why, because you just said it again in front of Angelo. Angelo's not here. 
Oh. Yeah, he's in the lobby. He's in the lobby. But you say it in front of him. I know. I, mean, I just said I've said it in front of him. I don't swear as much as you do in front of him. I don't swear in front oh of him. Oh my Angela. God. You should have told me what he said, told me that you said the You're other so day. so full of shit. That's what he said. You said. Ship. Yep. Next. With a P. Um, Cam, have you ever dealt with a dog with sound sensitivity? My dog gets very paranoid when there are sudden sounds, wants to flee, overly focused on the source of the sound. I just want her to ignore or at least spend less time obsessing. What do I do? So this is the thing. Yes, I have. And you can correct the dog for the flight response. So I can't tell the dog, hey, stop being freaked out by sounds. But what I can do is I can correct the dog for the flight response and the obsessed response. So Bella wants to flee, that you're not allowed to flee. Dog is obsessed on where the sound is coming from. Stop looking at that. That you can control. That you can control. Next. Kendra, main issue I have with my five-pound dogs is barking and going nuts around other dogs trying to bite them. Gets worse when other dogs come around my shepherd. She gets jealous. Not exactly sure how to stop it. I don't want to make her more skittish. Okay. But she's not being skittish. That's not a dog being skittish. That's a dog being a dog. That's, that's not, so everything you just described is normal dog behavior. I would not describe that as skittish behavior at all. That's just what dogs do. Now, I don't want my dog doing that either. So what you do is you would take a bonker. Bonker is a wrapped up cotton towel. Look it up. Google my name. You'll see me on the front page of the Scottish newspaper. The with BBC. Me, with, with, with Meghan Markle looking down at me, staring at me because she knew I was going to bump her off. Okay. You, did, you, were the, you were bigger than the. The royals that day. Yeah, ten times bigger. I know. They were like I was day. above the fold and below the fold. Actually, it's a tabloid, so there's no fold. But <sighs> but but if it was a but if it was a foldable paper, above and below the fold. I took up two thirds of the front <laughs> cover. Two thirds. I'm sorry. That's I think I'm gonna frame that shit. I should you know what we should do? Let's put it on fucking t-shirts. <laughs> Let's just put it on t-shirts. Let's frame it. I'll do I'll sign them, put them on coffee mugs. It's our photo. True. We have the rights to it. Technically, we could sue them for copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you do have to. You have to do that. You know. Oh so. my god. So, what you're gonna do is say no and bonk the dog next. I can't stop yawning. It's been a long day. Sorry, guys. Oh my god, so rude. Um. Kathleen, I feel like I ask this every time. Sorry, but any update on pack walks? Trying to get back around some other owners working on their dogs. Kathleen, you do ask that every time. Are we doing pack walks? We are not doing pack walks this year. Why? Number one, it's a free service that we offered, but we do a ton of pro bono work. It's an employee issue. It's lack of staffing. So my staff, I had to take two staff members out of the day. That's four hours worth of work time. Because two hours it takes from start to two hours of before, during, and after. And um, I need the staff here because we are so, so busy. We're so busy. Next. Mm. But you can do your own pack walk. Do your own. Why don't you put something on your Facebook group and say, hey, who wants to, who wants to meet and get together for a pack walk? Yeah. Just do it yourself. Next. Uh, Rochelle, I need a training program for my 60-pound, five-month-old GSD. Some routine to do daily. Do you offer online one-on-one? -on -one? New to you guys. Thanks. Yes. Well, welcome to the family. Um, and yes, I do. I do one-on-one -on -one online consults. I do a ton of them. What you can do is you go to our website, sallycaninetraining.com, go into the shop, purchase it. It'll be scheduled. Next. Melissa posted the link to my Patreon channel. Thank, Thank you, Melissa. Awesome. Yeah, you've got a great Patreon channel for as low as $10. You can um, get your ass in shape. That's And true. the rest of your body. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't even focus on the yeah, ass. Yeah, ass whole body. I think the ass will just like... It just happens. It just happens. It's just part of it. Yeah, but there's... there's no, I don't know if there is particular glute, you know, exercises, but it's just all... It all comes majority together. majority of it is yeah, but it just all, focusing it, on strength. It though. all comes together. Next. Um, Angela, any tips for hyper-focused GSD on cats? He's e-collar trained. He can focus on them all day. We've corrected him when he gets too pushy, but even in a place, he is constantly staring them down. Well, you could just start killing all the cats, and then there's nothing left to focus on. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work, right? Just take the cats and open up the 
chlorine bucket and next thing you know you got good cat can you not aye, aye, aye. Yeah. so what you're going to do is a remote collar correct the dog for staring I'm just scrolling. Eric says, Jeff, let's see the six pack. Where did that come from? Flash everybody on your show. No, I'm not going to take off my shirt. Come on. No. All right. Vanessa said, okay, great to hear. Thank you. You're welcome. Alex, not sure how much you know about this, but I've been wanting to use the e-collar to condition the dog to go out while on sheep. I have a six-year-old GSD who is competitive and hurting, but we are struggling with the fact that she's very tight working and pushy on sheep. So Alex, that is beyond my level of skill. I would talk to your trainer or talk to somebody in the, there's different, sheep herding is a whole different spectrum. It's a whole different thing. So I would talk to your sheep person about that. Next. Um, oh, so see, Eric was pretty close. He said, Jeff, let's see the six pack. But why would he write that though? Because we were talking about getting in shape. Oh, got it. Patreon channel. Jadrian, Jeff is secretly passionate about fish. <laughs> Are you? I can't keep fish alive. I just stopped after I murdered like four of them or accidentally. Or plants. Can't do plants. No, I noticed. I can keep dogs alive though. I'm pretty good at that. My guys are super healthy. <laughs> Mentally or physically? Both. Okay. Are you kidding me? They live the best life. I freaking wish I'd trade spots with them any day. Oh, that's because look at so Michelle did a nine ninety nine uh, chat tip for the six pack. Make gonna happen. Come on, put one on your Instagram then. I'm I'm fifty four. I'm not showing off my. You're six shredded. Pack. I'm doing fine. Next. I'm his coach. I can vouch for it. Next. Um. Why are you looking at me like that? You've been coached me for a long time. Yeah, but I still don't let you eat shitty ass food like you used to. Oh, you don't let me? No. Oh, you don't let me? No, even when we're on the road, we don't go out to eat anymore. But you don't let me? No. You have that much control over me. Yeah. You do. <laughs> you do. Okay. Then why didn't you stop me from opening up that fucking container of chlorine yesterday? <laughs> I wasn't said, there. Huh? Why did you do that? Huh? wasn't there. Why didn't you pre-warn me? What you do in your free time. <laughs> oh, including eating. Opening freaking buckets of chlorine. Aye, aye, aye. Um, David's a solid canine training. That link goes to a broken page. I hope not. Solid canine training, all one word.com. No, maybe the Patreon. I don't know. Shaughnessy, best way to calm handle a dog scared and reactive to fireworks. Happy fourth. Yeah, that's a hard one. Um, right now, well, in the, during the, starting soon, play fireworks in the background, start at a low level, then go to a higher level. What you can do right now is just pretty much just have the dogs in, in you know, kennel them up, put them in a down. Reinforce the down, reinforce the place. Next. Jadrian, best tips on ideas on stimulating a dog who can't physically exercise is recovering from an injury. Swimming. Next. Pulsar dog training. When doing spatial pressure drills with the e-collar, do I turn and stim only if the dog is forging ahead? Do I continue to hold stim even when the dog is behind my leg until we are walking straight? So for the spatial exercise for the space specifically the spatial pressure exercise what you're doing is you're turning right into the dog so it's almost like you're fronting the dog not the side of the dog but you're turning right into the dogs wearing off using a little bit of leash pressure and remote pressure on, on continuous and you just drive yourself into the dog until the dog all of a sudden literally turns the other way pressure goes off pressure goes off next T-Man, any tips on a GSD that loves to hunt rabbits? He's already killed two birds. Um, I mean, it's not the worst thing, but yeah, remote collar make it suck to hunt rabbits. And you won't ruin the dog's prey drive, just to let you know. So a lot of people will be like, oh, you'll destroy the dog's prey drive. No, you won't. You'll stop the dog from hunting rabbits. I'm not correcting you for going in the drive and running fast towards rabbits. I mean, to running fast, I'm correcting you for the act of killing rabbits. Mm -hmm. But... I mean, if they're wild rabbits, let the fucking dog kill them and eat and then eat them. Rabbits are great. I paid, I just got three that I'm defrosting right now. I'm paying 12 bucks a piece for those fuckers. So. Well, wild rabbit, you should yep. freeze first to kill parasites. Um, where am I? Jessica, how should you train a puppy when you already have another dog? Should they be in different rooms so they don't distract the puppy? Absolutely. Yeah, you should, well, even even any dog, any dog at the beginning of training, you want to make in the most sterile environment possible. 
because you want to get to make sure you've got the dog's full attention and you start adding distractions but especially especially a puppy who's just like ah everything's exciting everything's a distraction yep. um melissa posted the correct link i guess she did post a broken link um brianna hey guys hope you're having a better day than i am my truck got broken into and they stole my stereo well that sucks are people still steering stealing stereos who would do that i didn't even think that was a thing anymore i know like who does that? I know. I remember one time my first car I ever had got broken into, and they took my iPod. Right, but I've had, I had like the first iPod ever, and they stole it. You had iPod number one. Yeah, like the first Nano. Guys, remember the Nano? It was like a little square. I think most of our audience, you're you're 26 years old. Most of our audience remembers everything you do. Way to age shame me. That was age. Do you know what a freaking iPod Nano looks like? Yes, I do. No, you don't. Bullshit. Why wouldn't I? Why would you? Because I've been around what since. What does it look like? I've been around since. Do you know what a colored Mac looks like? A desktop? Yeah, I do, actually. Uh, that do, clear color no, on the back. No, yes. Nope. Yes, what we color, had them in school. What colors do they come in? There's always that pretty blue. Okay, what else? I don't know. That's the one I always okay, picked. Okay, there you go. Maybe a pink, an orange. Now you're making stuff up. No, we had them all on our computer. I took computer class. Next. Next. Oh my god! Find a new host. Steve C nine ninety nine top chat. Hi Jeff and Jay. Are any of you are any of your high drive working dogs also super sensitive? I got angry at Vader this morning, and he's done with me pouting. Is this common with working dogs? Any strategy? Steve, you're 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 humanizing the dog. Yes, girl is very sensitive. Girl is sensitive. But this is the thing with dogs. It's like if you yell at your dog, everyone's like worried about like a remote cower, a bonker, leash correction, like, you know, ruining a relationship with a dog. Steve, I'm not saying you're ruining the relationship with the dog. But it's like if you yell at your dog, like I don't know about anybody else, but my dogs take that it like freaks them out. they take it personally. Yeah. Like they literally take it personally where – it, where when I use a, a tool, they're just like, "Oh, I wasn't supposed to do that." Mm -hmm. It's true. It's so true. Tools are neutral. But 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 yeah, girl is girl is probably the most sensitive dog that I've got. Um, but you know, I I wouldn't call it pouting. That's sort of humanizing it. Next, pulsar dog training. Is it correct to pop leash and prong every time a dog turns to focus on, say, another dog, even if the dog just keeps trying to turn its head back to look, or would that mean I'm not being firm enough? So if your end goal is for your dog to stop scanning, then yes, you would pop every time it looks at another dog, especially if it's rubbernecking. So if it keeps looking back, the information you're giving your dog is yes, it's probably not firm enough. Next. Jennifer said, I'll buy your t-shirt. Melissa said, I want one of those t-shirts. What t-shirt? Did we talk about buying a t-shirt? Or making a t-shirt about something? Oh, the one with the uh, mug, the coffee oh, mug? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, the picture yeah, yeah, of yeah, you yeah. with the bonker. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Jill said, awesome. Maybe, so maybe we will. Irene said, I want a t-shirt. Okay. Maybe we will. I, I like PTSD about that fucking picture on the internet. I survived the, what's the word, <laughs> could we call it? The bonk storm. The bonk storm of 2019. It's about to start up again in 2020. Oh, yeah, yeah. 21. Oh, here's something nice. Diane, your light, your seminar changed my life. Gave my gave me confidence to walk my reactive Roddy. Oh, that was here at the Providence one. Yeah. Still working on it, but it's better. Love you guys. Awesome. Love you too. That's awesome. Oh my god, I got bumped again. I give up. I give up. I'm so done with this computer. Stop it. Sorry. Can you talk in the meantime? Because I have no He's idea where I am. Her. Kathleen, bummer, but totally understand. I'll just keep taking in the content and working. Thank well, you. Well, Kathleen, start the pack walk yourself. Seriously. Dorsey, thanks. What spatial pressure exercises are you talking about? There's a video on our Patreon channel on the Do It Yourself 2020 series on spatial pressure. Next. Eric said it was worth a shot. Yes. To look at your abs. Sorry, Eric. Just send him, send him a picture privately. Send her text. I'll tell you what, Eric. <laughs> when you send the clickers to us. I'll yeah, where the hell are the clickers? I'll DM you a photo. <laughs> Greg 
Gretchen, you guys should get a pair of kittens to live in the facility. Great bomb proofing. Exactly. A pair? Yeah. Why a pair? Why can't we just get one? Two because is too many. Gretchen, bring us kittens. I don't want any. I don't want to take care of cats. I can't with a litter box. Barbara, no e-collar on sheep. No. No. I wouldn't put an e-collar. We're not talking about e-collars on sheep. No. In fact, the sheep question was about, I don't know how to answer the question. Okay, well, I just launched my training program. Any tips? Also, I want to get into service dog work right now. I only know how to do how to train medical alert, psych, and PTSD service service dogs. I'm trying to intern at more places, but I'm in the Chicago area and can't find anyone that is a service dog trainer. Also, do you do interning? If so, I'm interested. And where can I contact you about that? So yes, I do. We do interning. We don't have any openings until 2021. But if you want to get into service dog training, I wouldn't intern with us. What I would do is I would Google service dogs. There's a great service dog program um, out in Phoenix, I know. Um, there are service dog trainers all over the place. And I would call them up and I would say, I'd like to work for you for free for three months. That's what you do. And you like live in your car or live on the floor of the facility and you join Planet Fitness and you shower there for 10 bucks a month. And that's what you do. And you get a night job if you have to. And you learn how to train service dogs. Next. Lisa, one of my dogs is leash reactive. Uh, it redirects to the other when they see another dog. The third is fine. I can walk them separately with no real issues, but together is awful. If we see another dog, what do I do? Muzzle up the dog that redirects. And when it goes to redirect, correct it high on a remote collar. Redirection is a choice. Therefore, it could be stopped. Next. Jennifer, I saw your six pack in some picture out there. I'm almost 50. I would love a six pack. Well, so Jennifer, if you join Joelle, there's no guarantees. Yeah, gone. I was going to say, don't put a guarantee on that. There, it depends on how committed you are. How committed you are. But if you join Joelle's Patreon channel, you'll get your ass kicked on a daily basis. Sure will. Next. Um, Sherry, my border collie charges people when they come into the house, not aggressively, just happy to see them. How do I correct this okay. behavior? Thank you. So it doesn't make a difference if it's aggressive or not. If I walk in your house, I do not want your dogs charging me. I don't want your dogs jumping up on me. I don't want your dogs touching me. It's like that's, I came over, you know, just to, to say hello. So what you do is remote collar and it starts at the door, knocking at the door. So if somebody knocks at the door, rings the doorbell. What do you do? We just put out a TikTok video on this. Um, what do you do? You you make it suck. How do you make it suck? Remote collar, bonker, throw pillow, shoes, a barrage of stuff. Just literally start whizzing stuff. No and whiz stuff at the door. Oh my God, won't the dog be afraid? Yep, afraid of charging the door. And then step two, train your dog place. So that's what you do. And then start proofing it. Dogs rushing towards the door is rude. It's dangerous. Knocks people over. So many people get injured by knocking over dogs, getting knocked over by a dog. Next. Um, T-Man, my dog is a crazy fucker, but I love him. Thanks for answering. You're welcome. Shaughnessy. Sorry, second question. My Doberman will do his down in place and stay, but then after a while, he'll start getting vocal. He'll lay there whining, making outrageous dinosaur noises. How do I correct without throwing off his stay place command? So what you do is put your dog on a tie back. And you have to correct the dog with a remote collar. And you've got to figure out what level shuts up the dinosaur noise, but doesn't get the dog to break command. And you're going to have to figure that out because every dog is a little bit different on that. Or if you shut up the first time you do it, the, you might shut up the dog. The dog might get up, put the dog back in place. You're going to have to tweak it a little bit. Next. Um, Gretchen said, you're only paying $12 a rabbit. Where are you buying your rabbits? They're, they're dead frozen rabbits. I think that's too expensive. That's very expensive. I bought three rabbits the other day at the um, Asian market that we go to. I was here this morning, actually. Mm. Yeah, I got uh, pork liver, pork kidney, duck necks, duck heads. What else did I get? They didn't have pork fat. Mm. I was surprised. They usually got, they got them in bags, right? Yeah. They didn't have any. They didn't have any. I'm, I'm really, really surprised. Next. Um, Pulsar dog training. I'd be worried maybe about rabbits in the neighborhoods. What if they hop through fertilizers? I. This is the thing, Pulsar. I think that your dogs are probably walking through some of the most toxic substances in the world and licking their paws. 
If you just really think about like what's on our streets, what's on our sidewalks. Nasty. I mean, there's just all kinds of chemicals. How about this? Dog food, kibbled dog food. Like, true. What do you think's in that? Pesticides, formaldehyde, preservatives. There's no meat in there, I'll tell you that much. No, that shit was burned off. Yeah, it's all chemicals. Literally, it's like you can't cook meat at that high temperature and like still have meat. It's yeah. like dust. It's all chemicals. Next. Um, Irene, I got you beat, Joelle. I had the little skinny iPod shuffle. Ooh, yeah, the shuffle was good. You know, do you know what that is, Jeff? Yes, I'm very aware of... Okay, I was alive when Steve okay. Jobs actually started his business in his garage. Cool. Okay. Does it mean you had all the product? Here's the Apple OG. You've had every iPod ever created. All like so, 57 generations of them. Back when I took my first computer class, I was doing code. Wow, this still has nothing to do with the freaking iPod. What I'm saying is I'm very familiar familiar with the growth of the Apple okay. family of products. Cool. Pulsar dog training. I had a purple Nano. It's okay. I'm 24, so I'm relating, Joelle. Hmm. The Nano was the shit. I'm sorry. They never made a better version. Right. Especially when they came out with the tiny one that had a clip. You could clip it onto your shirt and it had this mm -hmm. tiny little screen, touch screen. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. That thing was the best. Do you know what the with. slogan was? Now we're going to run with this freaking computer attached to me. Do you know what the slogan was? No. Do you know what the, the, the marketing slogan was? Because they went up against the CD and the cassette player. Mm -hmm. And the Walkman. The Walkman. Okay. So Steve Jobs and his marketing company, they came up with the slogan, 1,000 songs in your pocket. Mm. That's what it was. Like people were saying, the smallest, the this, the this, the this. And he's like, no. 1,000 songs in your pocket. That was it. That was their big sales pitch. It's, yeah. Remember those things? Like you could only put a couple songs on them back then. Not the iPods, but like other stuff like your Walkman. Yeah. And like, you remember those little like music things like kids had? And it was like one song on this little disc, like a minute clip. Okay. So you put it in there. So do you want to know? What were those called? So you and I, okay. You this, could listen to like half a song and so, you had to buy that shit at the so store. <laughs> back when I used to go, back, back when I used to walk around, I used to carry a big, huge box <laughs> that had detachable speakers. Did you really? Like yeah. a boombox? Yeah, boombox. You put it up on your shoulder. No. Yes, you do. You put it on your shoulder. No, I know. Like you carried one around. Yes, I did. You put it up on your shoulder, hold it in your hand. The speakers would detach off the sides of it. Yeah. Yeah. You go running with it? No. <laughs> Guys, what was, what were those called? Like the little clip. It was like a music clip. And it was like on a little, like, like almost like a, what is it called? Like a little disc looking thing. And you listen to it. And it was like just the chorus of a song. Like not even a full song. I don't know. Oh, jeez. Um, Steve, follow up. Yes, I yelled at him by pouting. I'm trying to work with him and he's burying his head behind my legs. I guess the answer is don't yell at him. Oh, yeah, well. try not to yell at your dog, but we, all, but, dog. We, but we all do. Troop, hi, on the way to Outer Banks in North Carolina. Happy 4th. It's Cat B. Oh, nice. Hi, have Kathy. A, have a great time. Gretchen, they're worse if you only get one. We have one right now. The biting is cute when they're eight weeks old, not cute when they're eight months. <clears throat> they do way better with a friend. I'll bring kittens. Okay, thanks. Aye, aye, aye. This thing keeps bumping me. Oh, there we are. Linda, my GSC is four and a half months old. He is to be a companion dog and is doing amazing. I know for pack leadership, he shouldn't sleep in my bed. Is this written in stone? <laughs> Actually, it's lasered in stone. <clears throat> so this is the thing, Linda. I am not against dogs sleeping in a bed, but, but if you do not know how to stop separation anxiety, if you do not know how to stop biting, if you do not know how to stop leash reactivity, if you do not know how to stop dominant, pushy, snotty behavior in dogs, I would encourage you not to sleep with a dog. But if you know how to stop all that stuff, sleep away. Next.
Ashley, this isn't a question, but it fumes me when people talk down on those who use prong collars and e-collars, calling all those who use them abusive owners or trainers. Well, I think that's, you know, what I, what I try to do is try to flip that, Ashley, and have some empathy for their ignorance. You really, it's really important that people don't understand. People love to throw out the abuse card. They love to throw out the abuse card. It's like, then what, then what do you say? No, I'm not. I don't think people understand what abuse really is. So mm -hmm. most of the people that like yell and scream and say abuse, it's like we get a lot of negative comments on our, on our, on our videos and on our yeah. photos. And it's like, you do realize that that dog was going to be killed. Like that dog was going to be killed. So if it would have never come to solid canine training, that dog was going to be dead. Yeah. And now, and you hear the, the story from the family because it's in written form and the owner's actually talking about it, how miserable their life is. Then you watch the process. We show our process. Then you see the go home. And then you hear the owner's uh, statement about how things have changed. Mm -hmm. And for somebody to sit there and say that anything we've done is abuse, what it really means is it's covert for they have zero empathy for humans or dogs. And they really don't care about humans. They really don't care about dogs. They only care about an ideology that is to religious proportions, to cult-like status. Number one, they don't even have the skill set to work with any of these dogs that we have here. I would love to see someone that doesn't believe in a correction work with the dogs that we have here. Maybe Cotton they could. No. But even Cotton. Cotton needs corrections. corrections. He's crazy. He's a wild child. But even an easy, happy-go-lucky dog. Which he is. But you still have to put boundaries on these dogs. Mm -hmm. The only way you're going to put boundaries on these dogs is consequences. But then let's go into the aggression spectrum. You wouldn't know what to do. Mm -mm. How do you think dog fighting dogs, not dog fighting like in the ring, but like how dogs in the same household fight are rehabbed? How about a dog that lunges at children? Like everybody's worried about like, oh my God, used a shock collar on that dog. Uh-huh. Yep, we sure did. And guess what? It can live in the, with the family now. Right. It wasn't condemned to death. Right. And it's not biting the kid anymore. Why, do, why don't people have enough empathy for the child right. living in fear? For the family living in fear? For the family literally having to go, we might have to kill our dog. Why is there no empathy for that? And everybody is just worried about these tools. These tools that just sit there. This, I don't even have one next to me, but this tool or this, this bonker, this is a cotton towel. Throwing this as hard as I can at a dog and people literally are calling it abuse. And it's like, you have no idea what abuse is. No. Zero idea what abuse is. Next. Um, let's see. Got bumped a lot. Um, Elier, Elier. I have the latest, the last MacBook Pro with a disk drive. I now have 2018 wow. MacBook Pro with a bar on it. I'm still keeping my old MacBook. Cool products. Awesome. Ashley, my response to them is it is only abusive if you make it abusive. Mm -hmm. Kathleen said hit clips. Joelle, oh hit clips. That's the name. Ashley said proper use is key. Nims said, don't laugh. Those boombox are making a comeback. The sound is incredible. I wasn't laughing. I was. You don't see me laugh. You're not seeing me actually laughing at any statement at all that I'm making. You're I was because I, I run. I cannot run with a giant boombox. I'm hard enough running with this. You're seeing you're seeing my co-host laugh at just about everything that I say tonight. And, and, and to the to the point of mockery. And exactly. Exactly. She doesn't see anything wrong with it. Not at all. Isn't that my role? Right. 
Pulsar Dog Training. I know what you were talking about. And they had all the songs on little keychains. Yes, they were Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears. And they played through a plastic radio. Yes, hit clips. Um, Thomas, you see, you don't even know what those are. Way before your time. Well, yeah, right. Thomas Baldwin. <laughs> Happy 4th of July, you guys. It's nearly 1 a.m. here in Dublin, Ireland. So I'll say night. Stay safe. Take care. Night, Thomas. Take care, Thomas. Nim, I was told the prong was illegal in New South Wales by a fellow dog trainer, walker, agility trainer, who told me to distract her with treats. My dog was swimming, running through, jumping in long grass, fetching, running through lake mud, etc. Awfully, she didn't look unhappy wearing a prong. So this is the thing. It's like, I, I think in New S South Wales, I think it is, but whether it is or not, many people are using remote collars and prong collars in the UK, as well as parts of Australia that they are illegal in. Um, and all I know is that when you have a leash reactive dog, this concept of redirecting with food, it doesn't work. I'm sure it has worked on a dog, but we're not seeing it work on our dog. Now that is step two. Step one though, is applying the punisher. Next. Um, Justine, our dog owes his life to Jeff. If it wasn't for him, he would have been put down for his aggression. Yeah, just don't tell anybody about that, Justine. God forbid. Congratulations, Justine, but it's also your hard work as well. And it's not me, it's my staff. My staff does all the hard work, but that's the point. It's just really funny the, the difference between the people that actually use us compared to the people that actually- It's such a contrast. Don't know, don't know anything about us. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? Like when you read comments from people that follow us or use us, it's like tears come to your eyes. And the people that don't know us, anger and profanity and threats are spewed from their mouth. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting. Like people that don't know us, abuse, hate, I hope you die. Someone should take a brick to your head. These yeah. are all these things to me. And then the people yep. that know us, loving, caring, compassionate, thank you. You saved my life. You saved my marriage. You like, like it's so, it, you can't get farther away. No. Farther no. away in like, there's no, like, it's incredible. Yeah. That's why for all my fellow dog trainers out there, don't worry about the hate. No. Nope. Don't worry about it. Next. Kathleen, do you still do one-on-ones? For some reason, I can't find it on the website. We actually don't do one-on-ones anymore. I mean, we have, we're just so, the problem is right now, we're so busy with boarding trains. We're trying to just. Oh, did you take them off the website? Yeah, I'm, we're just trying. We're just trying to make sure that we've got enough staff for boarding trains. Between boarding trains and go homes, we're slammed here. It's a staffing issue. So, Kathleen, bring Max in for daycare again here and there. That's true. That'll help. It'll help. But, but you know what? By the way, if anybody wants to do some part-time admin work here, we're hiring for an admin position. Admin, and then sort of like. Little this, little that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Little bit of this, little bit of that. Yeah. Yep. Obviously, educating me about the full line of Apple products. That'll be one of your first assignments because that is something I probably should know so I can keep up with Joelle on her knowledge on the on, on that. So we can have a decent conversation by the next show. Next. Okay. Um, Chris, we have a family of five and our two GSDs only listen to my husband. He's the alpha. How do we get them to listen to the rest of us? Well, I mean, you can always shoot your husband and then, you know, he's got to listen to you. Oh, my God. So what you can do is this. Dog probably still wouldn't freaking listen. Well, if there's only one handler in the house, what I would do is this. I would go on a 30-day no husband allowed to tell the dog what to do. And I would have the rest of the family become the main handlers and do everything with that dog. And then don't let the husband self-sabotage it. The husband can't even give the dog affection. All right? Tell the husband to treat the dog like it's like your husband's ex-wife. Unless he's banging the ex-wife on the side. Men. Or doesn't have an ex-wife. Statistically, he does. Statistically, he doesn't. That is not true. I believe it's 5149. Okay, yeah, because Jeff said so. Next. Ashley, he's an awesome trainer. I recommend him and his videos to everyone. Thank you. Hmm. Elier, Jeff, do you and Sean have any plans of doing a UK seminar again? What about T3? Most likely not. Most likely not. The UK has rolled up the welcome mat and burned it for me. So 
I most likely will not go to the UK. And it's not because I don't like a good fight. It's because it it's just not worth it. It's not, it's it's literally the UK trip that we had planned. We had because COVID interrupted um England, Scotland, Singapore, and New Zealand. And thank God we were uh saw that in foresight because we like they had 14 day court like we couldn't even get we couldn't have gotten into singapore we couldn't have gotten into new zealand or we would have had to do a 14 day uh 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 quarantine there yeah. like and then we couldn't have gotten into like like getting in and out of the us but it was such a debacle over there that it's just like and it's not like we're making money on our international seminars we're just helping people we're just helping people so you know you know they've got to really straighten their stuff out out there. We have a lot of UK fans. Don't get me wrong. I do I do one on one consults with the UK, Ireland. You know it's not part of the UK, but Ireland, Scotland, um, England. Um, um, I do lots of um, you online have, consults. You get a lot of Australia. Too. Yeah, a lot of Australia, New Zealand, Malaysia, Singapore, India, South Africa. I mean, I do a lot of international one on one consults, but the UK has been horrific to dog trainers. They are being horrific to dog trainers. Dog, dog trainers need and dog owners who are balanced need to stand up and squash that that bug over there of, of negativity. Next. Nim, legal in Victoria, not New South Wales. They have to catch me first. Got it. That's right. Catch <laughs> me if you, catch me if you can. Steve. That's a good movie, by the way. Okay, cool. I'll totally watch it. No, you won't. I know. Steve. Devolve the square nano is like the fourth generation. I know, I know, I know. The first iPods have a circular dial, a metal back, bigger than your iPhone, and are heavy. Sony Walkman cassette players were before that. Of course, um, Steve, of course she knows. But. I have an older sister who's 41. Like, I know this stuff. I know, I'm not saying you don't. I'm agreeing with you. I listen to all the music. I had all the stuff. I'm agreeing with you. I'm 100% agreeing with you. Pulsar dog training. I'm sitting on my porch now. Did you ever listen to Run DMC? Of course I did. Did you? The Beastie Boys? Yes. Did you? Yes. Like literally Run DMC, It's Tricky, is literally one of my favorite songs. <laughs> um, Pulsar dog training. I'm sitting on my porch now watching on my phone and I have my GSD and a double down. Old man stops on the sidewalk and asks if he's friendly. I said, not really. Is there a better response? I mean, what he really wanted to say was, can I pet your dog? Yeah, exactly. Which was nice of him to ask, actually. That's his way of saying, can I pet your dog? But you could say, if your dog is friendly, you can say, yes, my dog's friendly, but I just don't let people pet my dog. You can just say that, you know. Um, but you, Or you can just say, my dog really doesn't like strangers coming up to them. I mean, but but that even that, even that's not enough. Yeah, honestly, I you used really, to go with the aggression you, thing. You need to go like, stop. Like, what you're really trying to ask is if you can pet my dog. So it's like, stop. You have to be really direct. I always say mine are aggressive, yeah. even though they're like the friendliest dogs. Mm -hmm. um, Irene says, I still use my boom box while I paint. See that? Boom boxes are great. Yep, they sure are. Sheila, what's your thoughts on no-kill shelters who won't use these tools? Well, I've got my thoughts. Well, there's no such thing as a no-kill shelter. Everybody's killing dogs. Um, let's forget about no-kill shelters. Let's just let's just call shelter life. Most shelters are disagree with these tools. I think it's sad. I think it's selfish. I think it's self-righteous. I think they truly don't care about the well-being of the dog. Next. Um, Kathleen, thanks guys. He's been such a shit lately with his reactivity. He feels like a roller coaster. I don't want to bring him in for daycare when he's in dick mode. But we'll undick. We will, Kathleen. Like, yeah, let's bring we, him in. We will undick him. Yeah. Okay. He'll come in a dick. Go home an angel. Okay. Yeah. Really. Don't worry about. Don't worry about your dog's behavior. It'll be straightened out within the first thirty seconds. Your dog's here because obviously we'll bonk him or shock him, right? Obviously. If that don't work, we got a bunch of two by fours in the back. Next. Dianara, how do I get my dog to stop finding and eating chicken bones on the sidewalk? That is very dangerous. That that could kill your dog. Remote collar and dog goes for the remote for the chicken bone, make it suck. That is that your That's dog. Dangerous. Your dog could die. Your dog could die. Next. Yeah. 
eight o'clock. Last one. Last question. Justine, I can walk him, kennel him, place him, etc. Now, before we went to Rhode Island, I was petrified to be in the same room with him. Not sure if you remember us. He was in the Fort Knox kennel in October yeah. of last year. Yeah. Yep. So just think about that. So just think about that. Oh, that was a seminar too. Yeah. Justine Shields, who's an actual client. I can walk him, kennel him, place him, etc. Now, before we went to Rhode Island, I was petrified to be in the same room with him. Yeah, that was that big, big yep. dog too. Just think about that concept. Before they came here, she was petrified. Mm -hmm. Prior to the training, we showed up at after the at the scene of the crime, mm -hmm. and we made it better. It's what we do. It's so incredible the misinformation that's out there, and I'm going to be talking about this more because it's like because it's not just us, but it's our colleagues, and we're being overtaken by the mob mentality. Um, so we have to go. I hope everybody has a wonderful 4th of July for my fellow um, Americans. That's our, it's, a, it's a holiday here in the United States. And I know that um, uh, uh, it's time for all of us who really care about our country to start taking it back. Okay? Because we live in a wonderful country. Take care. Bye-bye. Good night.